coming up on today's episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. I know your parents came over on the boat. Well, kind of. TWA was TWA. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's easier than the boat. Yeah, yeah. Fifty-eight. They had planes by then. So. <laughs> Big pots of gravy. Nice. Now you guys call it gravy, but we call it sauce. Yeah. Baltimore, I guess New Jersey yeah. and New Yorkers called it gravy. I had never heard it called gravy until two years ago. <laughs> I grew up in a Italian grocery store. My father owned a little oh. grocery store. Oh, wow! When nice. I was about nine years old. Then I went to culinary school just for the heck of it. Right. <laughs> just because, cool. just I thought it would be cool to do. In Maryland? In, yeah. in Baltimore in City. Ba- mm-hmm. And um, two months before I was going to graduate, I opened up another pizza shop. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was so busy, I couldn't finish uh, the course. Coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida, you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the show that's the authority on where to eat in St. Pete. Here are your hosts, Kevin Godby and Lori Brown. Hi, I'm Kevin Godby. And I'm Lori Brown. Thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the podcast that's it when it comes to restaurants and food information in St. Pete. And be sure to check out our website, stpetersburgfoodies.com. There you'll find great information, including restaurant reviews, the largest St. Pete happy hour list ever created and kept updated, and information on the newest restaurants in town. We are locals that live in downtown St. Pete, and we've been eating our way through this town for years, so you don't have to, but you should. We have a new episode every Tuesday. Just hit the subscribe button and you'll get notified when an episode is ready for download. And then you can listen to them anytime you want, like on your morning jog or commute to work. On today's show, our featured guest is Frank Scatino from Cafe Chibo. Cafe Chibo makes old school Italian food just like your grandmother used to make. We start the show off with a great new fishmonger approved recipe for Sichuan pineapple shrimp bowls. We We have have a great great show, show, so so stick stick around. around. Have you been to Pacific Counter? It is one of the newest fast casual concepts located on one of the fastest growing blocks in St. Pete, the 600 block of Central Avenue. They offer build your own bowls, burritos, or salads with a variety of the freshest bases, toppings, and sauces to satisfy anyone's craving and put you in charge. There are actually 6,432,189 combinations possible. Overwhelmed by build your own? I know that I sometimes am, Well, you can also choose from their counter creations menu already picked for you. The first couple of times we ate there, that's exactly what I did. Then I decided to get adventurous. For bases, they offer sushi rice, brown rice, noodles, or greens. Sushi rice seems to be the norm, but I'm not a big rice person, so I finally tried the noodles, and to say I fell in love is an understatement. They are actually sweet potato noodles, I found out later, and I have no idea how they make them seem like rice noodles. I added fresh tuna and salmon, my choice of toppings and a sauce, which I didn't even need because the bowl was so good without it. I told Kevin I could eat this every day and I would probably lose weight and love it at the same time. If you haven't checked out Pacific Counter, I would highly recommend it. They are open for lunch and dinner, have a variety of unique alcoholic and non-alcoholic drink options, and they have the beloved Dole Whip. Find your fresh at Pacific Counter. Pacific Counter is located at 660 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete. They are open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 11 a.m. to midnight on Friday and Saturday. 
How many times have you heard a restaurant say that they have healthy food that actually tastes great? I've heard it a lot, but unfortunately, it's usually one or the other and not both until the brass bowl came around. Right. Their food actually is healthy and tastes so darn delicious. So good. They use organic ingredients and responsibly sourced seafood. Brass Bowl offers gluten-free, vegan, and carnivorous options. There truly is something for everyone. You will find imaginative flatbreads, bowls, and tasty delicious small plates. With options like fresh roasted seasonal veggies, 24-hour sous vide hanger steak, house-smoked salmon, and free-range chicken breast. And up front, they have a cold-pressed juice station and separate menu with juice bowls and elixir shots. It's like two open kitchens in one. Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery is really on the cutting edge of the fast, casual culture that is enjoying so much fame these days. Go get bowled over by Brass Bowl. Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery is located at 656 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete, and you can check them out on the web at BrassBowlKitchen.com. And thanks to Bridget Coez for being a loyal listener. Welcome to our monthly Fishmonger Approved Recipe segment. And welcome, Margaret and Rachel Cavello. Yes, welcome. Hi Thanks there. for having well, us back. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for, for feeding us. Oh my goodness, that was delicious. Yeah. As soon as you I texted me the other day and said, we're going to do Sichuan pineapple shrimp bowls, mm-hmm. I was like, I can't wait. Because <laughs> yes. I, love, I love, you know, all types of Asian food. I love shrimp and I love Sichuan stuff. Mm-hmm. And part of the a defining aspect of Sichuan would be the, uh, what are the peppercorns? They're not really peppercorns. <laughs> right. They call them that, but they do. Not. Yes. It's basically, mm-hmm. it's, it's, um, it's in the citrus family. I've come to find out it's, it's Which like is the, the husks of a plant. And, wow. um, it's not, not related to chili pepper. It's not related to the black pepper. It's mm-hmm. something totally different. And I'm not sure why they call it peppercorn. Right. So what it does is it. It complements chili peppers and by giving you like this this tingling sensation in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And so all of the senses are kind of working together. Right. And that's, the, you know, the, basically the style of Szechuan in itself. Mm-hmm. It incorporates this, this Szechuan pepper with garlic and um, chili pepper and then gingers. Mm. But in this particular dish, you know, I wanted to do something a little different. So we incorporated again, you know, the pineapple piece of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you've got the sweetness and the tanginess that goes along with it. And I um, marinated the, uh, the shrimp while I'm preparing the rice mm-hmm. in, the, uh, in the Szechuan uh, sauce. They, okay. were, they were so perfect. Each mm-hmm. bite of shrimp was just like a bit of umami heat in heaven. And I like, any, <laughs> and I like anything that makes my mouth tingle. So <laughs> <laughs> The presentation, again, you'll see that online, is mm-hmm. in, a, um, in a half of a pineapple sliced lengthwise down the middle of it right which obviously you don't have to do if you're you're just hanging out at home by yourself you just use a regular bowl of course but but this was really cool if you have company coming over it's a Mm -hmm. really cool way to just have a cleaver um, ready the way i used it yeah Yeah. really um you know you could use a really sharp knife but i have a um a japanese vegetable cleaver that made it a lot easier so you can actually you know put a little force into it and get a nice clean cut out of it that way right do you have one of those Lori? we we have one of those we both have one from kamikoto 
Oh, we do have the cleaver? Okay, we do. Cool. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, <laughs> if Lori finds something that she doesn't have in the kitchen, I buy it. she has to get it. <laughs> I have when, a, I'm a kitchen person. When if, Margaret's using a cleaver, I, I just, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go find yeah, something. You're, you're in the cat <laughs> leave. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the, the shrimp, too. And, you know, I'm very yeah. big advocate about, you know, wild mm-hmm. shrimp for many reasons. You know, don't buy imported shrimp farmers. Right. You never know what you're getting. We just did an article on that, too, so... Yeah, there's a lot of reasons why you really you want to avoid it altogether, and especially if you live around here in you know St. Petersburg area. The only place I go to buy shrimp, wild Gulf shrimp, is off a causeway in Tampa. Mm-hmm. There's where there's a uh, there's two or three different vendors. They um, actually have the shrimp boats that dock there, and they'll they freeze oh, wow. the shrimp offshore on the boat. Cool. So when you say causeway, is this like Courtney Campbell Causeway? No, no, it's oh. uh, it's actually Causeway Boulevard. Okay, as you're heading. Off of Gandhi, and you you take uh, you know the interstate and, and uh, the crosstown mm-hmm. across, and then you get off, and it's actually the causeway e- exit off the crosstown. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple different ways to get there depending mm-hmm. on, but from from St. Pete, I'd go that way. Okay. You know, just just look them up. Um, there's a couple different vendors. They are open on Saturdays, but you need to bring cash, mm-hmm. at least a fifty dollar bill with you. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and it's great, you know, because they don't have any chemicals because they 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 don't need to, you know, preserve it. It's right. frozen fresh fresh shores and on right. the boat yeah that's cool immediately yeah. and, and, and we, yeah. talk, we talked about this previously and i don't want to get into a big long t- conversation on it but some people have been i guess misinformed that like frozen is bad and not frozen mm-hmm. means fresh and it's not really the case no and right. i i heard this on another actually on the bon appetit podcast over a year ago they had an expert on mm-hmm. and when we when i first met you margaret i said okay i want to run something by you and you were like yep it's true so when they they catch the shrimp in this case or any or seafood. fish anything anything that you hear is flash frozen and they're flash mm-hmm. freezing it right there on the boat that's actually more fresh than well cod for an example yeah. if you you know I've, I've been at a restaurant they said did we have fresh cod i said no you don't there's no such thing because right. it's, first of all the distance it has to travel yeah. right and they do <laughs> freeze it on the boat but there's nothing wrong with that and as yeah. a matter of fact a lot of times you know there's parasites that you know, yes. if, when you're eating sushi, mm-hmm. that's been frozen. Yes. Mm-hmm. It has to be. It has to go down to, to a certain very low temperature mm-hmm. to kill the parasites. I was just talking to um, Chef Dorsey over at the mill about this, where the grouper, he's always wanted to do, like, if you do, like, a poke bowl, you, you get, like, traditional, like, tuna, right, mm-hmm. in a poke bowl. Right. He's wanted to do it with grouper, but you can't because there's too many regulations around it. Like, it has to be mm-hmm. frozen for a certain amount of time, and then you can't freeze it in your own facility and then serve it. There's lots because they can't be regulated that way, and so he can't even do it. And so there's there's lots of regulations about that, but frozen doesn't necessarily mean. Not not always, you know, and I, yeah. I, I would prefer, especially if it is a grouper, you know, or something local to get it fresh, cold fish, mm-hmm. slice it up yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yes, you've done that for us before. Mm -hmm. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so some of the stuff that we're talking about, the general seafood stuff, you can find some great articles on fishmongerapproved.com. So check that out. And this recipe for the uh, Sichuan pineapple shrimp bowls you will find on stpetersburgfoodies.com. And it was actually a fried fried rice shrimp bowl. We didn't Yeah, fried rice, yes. Yes, So let's let's, um, make sure we don't leave out anything on the recipe before, before we end here. Okay. So... What were some of the ingredients? Okay, in so um, white rice. You could use brown rice if you mm-hmm. you know you prefer that, but I didn't want to take away the flavor of of the spice, and I you know so I just, that's why I chose to use a white rice. It's mm-hmm. more bland. Obviously, you've got the pineapple. There's soy sauce, sesame oil. Um, I use a avocado oil, which is you, you know a very flavorless mm-hmm. and it's a light oil mm-hmm. versus you know using an olive oil or peanut or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, does that have a high heat point? Yes, it does, mm-hmm. and. Nice. and um, 
then there's the shrimp, who's a star. And yeah, it was the pineapple, of course. Yeah. Chili paste. I made my own chili paste, but you can buy chili paste, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then you you guys can have a, a really good variety of chili paste. So, you know, yeah, totally. Yes. So yeah, I would I would do, use high quality, you know, ch- chili paste if you're not going to make your own. A little bit of sesame oil and then uh, Szechuan peppercorns. Let's not forget those. So yeah, yeah. I get those. You know, I, I've got a bulk supply of them. Probably a lifetime I got on, on Amazon. <laughs> so, but again, the spice stores in town, you can buy small quantities of that. You really don't want to overdo it because right. you know one little pinch of more is not better in right. this case. And it's such right. a perfect comfort food. I mean, we're in. We just went through pretty cold a cold spell this mm-hmm. past week yeah it's nice and warmer today but we have these weird fluctuating temperatures right now so it's just comfort food it's it's easy to make it's also easy to prep aside from cleavering the pineapple you can prep everything ahead and then have it in your fridge and put it together at the end of work cook it real quick so yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. great pretty simple It it had great flavor it did there's not a lot of Choices for great Chinese restaurants around here. There's a couple, mm-hmm. a few, mm-hmm. and it wasn't uh, greasy, no, that's, no, or salty right. either. Yeah, right. No that's something we were talking mm-hmm. about too when we were eating it. Is I, that I did add a little salt, but that, yeah. that's me. But it was nice and clean. <laughs> it wasn't. Sometimes the fried rice can be a little greasy or oily. Yeah. This yeah. was very clean, yeah. fresh, yeah. and delicious. And she yeah. and she used freshly chopped carrots, and she adds the peas at the end so they don't get soggy or yeah, too soft. Right. No. So those are a couple little tips when you're cooking it. You can go to a store and buy pre-chopped vegetables or if you really want to be super quick about it, you can buy a bag of frozen, mm-hmm. you know, pea carrot mix. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, I did see her chopping the actual carrots. Yes, so. it's better that way. Mm-hmm. And again, check out the recipe on stpetersburgfoodies.com and check out some more seafood info on fishmongerapproved.com. Margaret and Rachel, thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Again. Thank you. We will be right back after this word from our sponsors with Frank Scatino from Cafe Chibo. We'll be right back. Are you a Florida seafood fanatic? Then you'll want to visit fishmongerapproved.com. My name is Rachel and my wife Margaret Cavallo is an expert fishmonger and the prior owner of the Maximo Seafood Shack in St. Petersburg, Florida. Margaret now brings her years of experience to a new online digital magazine, fishmongerapproved.com. Find out the secret ingredient to her famous fish spread, read restaurant reviews, and learn tips for filleting and sourcing fresh seafood. And make sure to follow her YouTube channel for fantastic adventures. What makes Margaret the expert? Just read her online testimonials. Chris writes, Margaret brings her years of experience and great love of seafood to us once again. Amy writes, God, we miss the Maximo Seafood Shack like crazy. Any advice you give, we will follow. If you are interested in featuring your restaurant, fish market, or retail store on fishmongerapproved.com, Call us at 813-618-FISH or email us at fishmongerapproved at gmail.com. Thanks to our regular listeners for once again tuning in to the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast. And any new listeners, welcome. We have as our guest today the owner and chef of Cafe Chibo, please welcome Frank Scatino. Welcome, Frank. Welcome. welcome. Thank you. Yeah. And I said it right, yes? Yes, you did Scatino. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. Like, like, the way I remember, it's like, it's like school. Yeah, school. school. <laughs> that's the way I always uh, right. uh, advise people to right. <laughs> right. pronounce it. Yeah. Speaking of school, yeah, you're, you're, and you're kind of old school. Yeah, like me. I am. I am. Like me. Right. I'm not young school, that's for sure. <laughs> so... We're going to get into uh, some details on Cafe Chibo on the second half, but first, 
That's about know, you. I yeah. know a couple of things about you. Like, I know you're from Maryland. Mm-hmm. I know your parents came over on the boat. Well, kind of. TWA was. TWA. <laughs> <laughs> That's easier than the boat. Yeah, yeah. 58, they had planes by then. So, <laughs> so, so you, you grew up uh, uh, where in Maryland? I grew up in Baltimore, just outside of Baltimore. Nice. Uh, a little town called Catonsville. Mm-hmm. But uh, I went to school in the city. We didn't get out to Catonsville until I was about uh, 15. Mm-hmm. So I grew, actually, I grew up in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, went to Catholic schools and was raised by an old Sicilian family, mom and dad, born and raised in Sicily, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Palermo, Sicily. I grew up somewhat similar with uh, Sicilian maternal grandparents. Mm-hmm. And like one time, I, I, th- I told the story, I think two or three times on the podcast, but not yet this year, but it's only January. But um, <laughs> my, one of my cousins, we would frequently on Sundays have a, the big family gathering for the big Italian dinner. And one Sunday, something else was happening, and it was different. And my cousin Rich said, how am I supposed to know it's Sunday if there's no spaghetti and meatballs? No gravy. No gravy. Sunday gravy, <laughs> right, right. Right. So was it like that with you? Oh, yeah. It was yeah. always Sundays or big family gatherings. Mm-hmm. Always, always. Matter of fact, we lived just two doors up from us. We had my aunts, my mother's sisters. They both had families, and they lived in a big house. We had a row home, and they lived in a big house just uh, two doors up. And um, every Sunday, we were always cooking mm-hmm. and big pots of gravy. Nice. <laughs> now, you guys call it gravy, but we call it sauce. Can I just get some macaroni and gravy? Yeah. Baltimore, I guess New Jersey yeah. and New Yorkers called it gravy. I had never heard it called gravy until two years ago. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I, th- I think we used both, really. Personally, I'd say sauce. Yeah. At the restaurant, New Yorkers and people from New York or New Jersey, right. when they come in, oh, you make the gravy. Well, right. Yeah, that's great. Whatever. Hey. Yeah, remember, we were in Asheville, and they called it Sunday gravy <coughs> on that menu. For right. The one well, yeah, it's very, it's very common, yeah. well-known thing. Yeah. 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 We call it Sunday sauce. Yeah. Sunday sauce. Sunday sauce. I like that. Nice. Yeah, and even and with the pizza, my dad would say, he would say, let's get a pie. Mm-hmm. That, mean, that meant pizza. That right. was not like a pie, like an apple pie. Right. 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 I still say pizza. We always say pizza. I grew up here, so yeah, yeah, melting pot over here. But um, so did you cook with your grandmother when you were little? My mother. I okay. never knew my grandmother. I was oh, okay. the youngest of four. I was. Um, I think I was a mistake. But anyway, <laughs> I was the youngest of four, and um, and I had a lot of big brothers and big brothers and sister. And uh, no, we. I mom cooked every week. Every I mean, she made her bread on Saturdays and made the sauce on Sundays. So. Mm-hmm. Did you cook when you were younger as a kid, or did you get into it after you... No, uh, I, I got into it when I was about uh, 15 years old. My fa- we had, I grew up in an Italian grocery store. My father owned a little oh. grocery store. Oh, wow. Nice. I was about nine years old. He bought this little Italian grocery store, and um, I grew up there. And then uh, around when I was about 14, we bought, he purchased the building, and which, which allowed us to enlarge the store. So we got into the pizzeria. Mm-hmm. We got, you know, opened up a pizza shop and sub shop. And um, right. that's when I just started cooking more and got more interested in it. And by the time I was 22, we had uh, two other pizza shops. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Then I went to culinary school just for the heck of it. Right. <laughs> just because cool. just thought it would be cool to do. In Maryland? In, in Baltimore City. In, mm-hmm. And um, two months before I was going to graduate... I opened up another pizza shop, uh-huh. <laughs> so, so I was so busy, I couldn't finish uh, the course, but 
you know, it, it helped me in many, many ways. I grew up a, a butcher's son. My father was a butcher. My oldest brother was a butcher. And mm-hmm. um, I knew butching, butcher techniques that some of cool. the teachers didn't know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. We made sausage and did all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's nothing like real life learning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You know, we had uh, Tyson Grant on last year. I was just he, thinking he was, about that. He was talking about yeah. like he... I think he said he never went he to never culinary went school. To he learned because school. he was just doing it from day one. He just he learned mm-hmm. on the job. On the job, and he was telling us how he would have guys come straight from culinary school that there was a lot of stuff they still needed to learn. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, nothing against culinary school. I mean, it's, well, I mean, culinary it's school teaches you the basics, and then you 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 have to use yeah. your own life experience. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still learning butcher stuff. You know. So many people, you don't even think of it. You know, you go to the store, you're like, okay, I need this cut for whatever I'm making. And I think most people, I mean, I, I have to admit that most of the time, I don't think of, okay, that this is this part of the animal. Right. This is where this came from, and that's why it has these qualities. And Right. Just, well, it depends on, like, what parts you're using to cook different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a nice filet mignon or porterhouse you cook it right on the grill Mm -hmm. but you can't do that with a beef shank or chuck you know those you have to braise Mm -hmm. you know it Mm -hmm. takes a little so you got to know the cuts and what's what cooks better or worse Mm -hmm. exactly you should do it so when did you arrive in st pete and was that directly from maryland directly from maryland what brought you here yeah golf (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i opened up a restaurant and never played another day ago <laughs> oh man that's ironic but, uh yeah no i the weather of course and all yeah. that stuff and um so did you did you leave the restaurants there your parents no no me and my brother we had um two shops together and i i sold one and then we had one and then uh, i just wanted to move i wanted to change and uh i, I like florida and that's where so he bought me out and i came gotcha. down here and How'd you pick St. Pete specifically? Some friends of mine were here. Some okay. friends of mine here. We had come here quite often, and uh, two friends of mine were living here, and they said, come on down, come on down. So I did, and, and originally I went to Sarasota for a little while, mm-hmm. and uh, I liked Sarasota, and it was nice, and uh, then I ended up back here. Uh, I had an opportunity down here with some people, and then I swore I was never going to open another restaurant. Huh. The truth. <laughs> I got a job and I started working. And then so, when was it that you came to St. Pete? Ninety six. Ninety six. Okay, so three years later, ninety nine. Three years later, ninety nine. I ended up buying. Yeah, Chibo. Uh, open up Cheapo. So. Right. Okay. And because I was hungry, <laughs> down that end there was nothing down there. there. Was so I thought, well, I got to open up a shop as I did, and well, yeah, it was yeah. busy. That's Must awesome. be doing something right 21 years later. 21 years later. I know. First time I ate there was in 06. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I was dating a guy who was like, he loved Chibo. He said, we have to go here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it took me a while just because I, I live downtown and I'm spoiled. And I, oh, yeah. for the longest time, I was like, I can just walk places. Sure. I don't need to and there's a lot car. of good places. But down then, here. you yeah. know, I realized, hey, there's a lot of places that I'm missing out on. If yeah. I if I don't get in the car, yeah, it's nice to check out other places. And these days, yes. you know, you you also you have Uber and Lyft and stuff. Yeah, but uh, so now you do. Yeah. Yes, you, yeah. yes. So it's, yeah. it definitely changed the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So my first visit to Cafe Chiba was two Christmases ago for the Feast of the Seven Fishes. Oh, okay. Which yeah. which was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. And then finally got back more recently, uh, late last year, and we have a pretty new review. Just came out a few weeks ago, Ooh, early, yeah. right? Yeah, right after New Year's actually. Right. So if you go on to stpetersburgfoodies.com, there is a review of Cafe Chibo, and I just have to warn you that 
if you haven't eaten before you read it, you're going to be hungry and you're going to need to go there. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to take a quick break and then we'll get back and talk about some of the more drool-worthy details of Cafe Chivo. (laughs) We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors with Frank Scatino. One of our favorite places to go eat in St. Pete is Engine Number 9. They've been a staple in downtown St. Pete coming up on seven years, and they are famous for their unique and tasty burger creations. As a matter of fact, they are on the St. Pete Foodies list of best burgers in St. Pete. They also made the best hot dogs list, the best chilies, and the best wings in St. Pete. Aside from the food, Engine Number 9 is a great sports bar with lots of TVs, beer, and wine. And you can even get a regular old cheeseburger, too, so you can bring your non-adventurous eater friends. Check out Engine Number 9 at the corner of MLK and 1st Avenue North in downtown St. Pete. Their burgers can't be beat. Burr! It's a little chilly out there lately. Well, that's the perfect time for soup. But not just any soup. Ramen is the ultimate chili day comfort food, and Booyah Ramen on the 900 block of Central Avenue is my go to. It's so freaking good. The broth is like a silky blanket to warm up your mouth, and the hearty proteins, or just mushrooms for vegetarians, will have you saying, Ooh, mommy, the umami is making my eyes roll back in my head. My favorites are the pork belly and the short rib. Mmm. And then there's the noodles. Oh, M G. Go get warmed up and filled up during these mildly chilly weeks at Booyah Ramen at 911 Central Avenue in the Edge District of downtown St. Pete. Do ya, Booyah? We are back! We are back! We are back with Frank Scatino from Cafe Chibo. On 4th Street North, up on the 8600 block, 8697 4th Street North to be specific. And one thing I just have to say first off, of course you have some awesome food, but there's something that you're kind of famous for, (laughs) which is the the dipping sauce for the bread. (laughs) So check this out. I mentioned previously we have a nice review of Cafe Chibo on the website. Whenever I write any review, a top 10 list, anything, I do some research and I Google all kinds of things just to see what might pop up. An interesting thing that popped up is, and there's, I only found like one thing and it's really old. You really have to dig if you're going to try to find this. But somewhere, it was a very old Tampa Bay Times column. I don't think it exists anymore. You could write in with your questions about food. And somebody wrote in saying, can you help me figure out what the recipe is for the <laughs> dipping sauce at Cafe Chibo? And I didn't put that. That's not in the review, by the way. So only people listening to this will know about it. So what about, what if we, what if we had a contest to see who could figure, try to figure it out and come the closest <laughs> to replicating the dipping sauce? That would be a yeah. little hard to pull And then they, they, get, they get free bread for life. Yeah, oh, jeez. The <laughs> uh, funniest story I tell all the time when people ask me, can I get the recipe? There's an old man one time years ago, and he says, um, 
can I get the recipe to your dipping sauce? And I said, if I did, I'd have to kill you. Right. And he says, would you tell my wife? <laughs> 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 and his wife smacked him in the back of the head. That's so funny. <laughs> funny, man. That's great. That's a good one. So do, do you speak any Italian? Oh, fluent. Yeah, my mother and father never spoke English. So you can say, ah. I'll, I'll ask you for the recipe, and then you can say no effing way in Italian. <laughs> Cafe Chibo, one of the ways that you describe it on your website is it's the quintessential Italian neighborhood joint. And I got to say, I totally agree with that. Yes. Yeah. We are, it's a small place. And no, uh, no fancy frills. And, you know, we don't have yeah. TVs or a full liquor license. It's just a small place. That's yeah. how I originally wanted it. You know, and, kind of. What was it before? It was called Lisa's Yogurt. It was a yogurt oh. store. Oh, wow. Do you remember that? No, yeah, I yeah, don't. Years ago, well, 21 years ago, it was wow. a Lisa's Yogurt, and it was, it was just empty there for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I got hungry down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lived down in the apartments all the way down the, the end there, and mm-hmm. uh, I just thought this is a great spot to open up a little yeah. little because I was bouncing around. You know, I'd never worked for someone else before, right, right. before I moved to Florida. Cool. I'd never had a job. Mm-hmm. I cool. always worked for me and my family. You know, we always worked, and I never looked for a job. And I came down here, and yeah, opened my eyes a little bit, and said, "Oh my, yeah. now I gotta open, gotta find yeah. a job." Right? <laughs> yeah, you, you, could, you couldn't get one now if you wanted to. You don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get one I'm now if old. I wanted to either. I'm too old to get a job. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me, me too. Yeah. So, so, where did the inspiration come for uh, the name? And the name, you know, I, everybody has the same, you know. A lot of Italian restaurants have, uh, like, a typical name. You right, know, right. Villa Italia or whatever, you know. Right. And I just, the word food mm-hmm. in Italian is mm-hmm. cibo. Yeah. Is the word food, so. It's a, a food, cafe for food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a food cafe. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, and there are actually, I mentioned my, my Googling before, there actually are a few other cafe chibos in other parts of the country, not around here. Though. Uh, right. No, yeah. Now I know Philly has a place called Chibo. Mm-hmm. And okay. then um, there's another place down in, um, down in uh, Fort Myers. I think it's called Chibo, mm-hmm. but it's not cafe Chibo, but there is a cafe Chibo. And I, I'm not sure where it was, but I, I've been right. running across them here and there. So <laughs> do you have any favorite Italian dishes? Personally, you know, people ask me that. Now, I, I love seafood. I'm a seafood lover, and I love steaks. Well, I'm a, mm-hmm. my friends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love theirs too. Yeah, they're my <laughs> friends, and uh, uh, but uh, so seafood is my first go-to thing. And when people ask me what should I order, and if they want pasta, I try the frutta di mare, which is mm-hmm. uh, fruit of the sea mm-hmm. in, in English, and uh, it's one of my favorite dishes. Right. That's a few different things in there, no? Oh, it's yeah, uh, shrimp. Scallops, mussels, calamari, simmered in our marinara sauce. And nice. You can make it arrabbiata, which means mad. Mad <laughs> arrabbiata in Italian means mad. Oh, I love oh, it. Really? <laughs> arrabbiata <laughs> means mad, and mad is that. mad is actually just hot. Yeah. yeah, right. So you make it spicy. I knew I knew it was you get spicy, but I know it meant mad. That's funny. Yeah, arrabbiata means angry. Arrabbiato. I had no idea. Yeah, That's yeah, funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I love to do like 50 50, like arabiata and meat sauce together. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, it's a spicy marinara. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Meat sauce. Well, we mm-hmm. have that sausage one, that new. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the uh, pasta the, de chibo. The pasta de chibo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's bolognese sauce, but with spicy sausage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's peas and carrots added. Gives mm-hmm. it nice texture on your tongue, a great mouthfeel, and the wonderful pop of the peas. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorites <laughs> at Cafe Chibo, is the pasta de chibo. 
And then also the fettuccine bolognese you had. You you said you loved that. Yes, I did. And your meatballs. Mm. Thank you. Mom. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks know, Mom. Right. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mrs. Catino. <laughs> Mama Tina. Yeah. Anybody that has read my reviews or listened to me talk about meatballs on the show knows that I am, guess I, I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm spoiled or if I'm snob. a meatball snob. snob. He's a total meatball snob. I'm kind snob. of a meatball snob, yeah. <laughs> but now he's made me one. Yeah. So... Last year, I think I did five best meatballs in St. Pete, and uh, I think you're probably going to be on the update for oh, that one. Oh, good. But yeah, I, I couldn't even get to a top 10. I was like, <laughs> no, eh. But no, Cafe Chibu meatballs, love them. Thank you. And your Italian wedding soup. So funny thing, I actually, even with all the Italian food and cooking I grew up with, never had Italian wedding soup until I moved to St. Pete, and I had it at Grazzi for the first time, and theirs is very good. And yours is very good. They're totally different. Mm. You use a, a different pasta. Italian. And yours is uh, more simple, but it reminds me of a soup that my grandmother made, even though she didn't call it Italian, Italian wedding, wedding soup. My, my mother either. She never called it Italian wedding soup, but there was the soup that she always made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we just knew that as the soup. And then somebody told me, well, with the meatballs and the escarola, it's, it's Italian yep. wedding soup. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Sounds then. good to me. <laughs> totally reminded me of my, my grandmother's soup. And... Veal piccata is one of Lori's oh, go-tos. The veal is so tender. It's delicious. Yeah, well, yeah. Hard uh, to find good veal. You it is. You get the right stuff. And on the menu, it's called Italian sausage. I call it sausage and peppers because there are peppers <laughs> in there. But you, you guys, you have the red bell peppers, which mm. are, are a little bit sweeter. Red roasted peppers, right? Mm-hmm. And that's delicious as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a couple things that we want to make sure we don't forget is you guys, you guys also have some awesome pizza. Yeah. Too. You also do catering. Yes, we do. Is there, is there like a minimum headcount for the catering? Yeah, we don't like to do it smaller than 10 people because mm-hmm. our pans, if you want it in large right. pans, it, it, it kind of yeah, has to fill the pan yeah. enough to make look decent. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So and you guys are you're open for lunch and dinner during the week. Mm-hmm. So Monday through Friday, open at 1130. Correct. And then dinner on Saturday and Sunday is at 5. 5 o'clock. And it's Cafe Chibo. It's 8697 4th Street North. And the website is Cafe Chibo. C-A-F-E-C-I-B-O dot com. Cafe dot com. Frank Scatino, thank you so much. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. We will be right back. This is Chris Walker. And you're listening to We have four new items up on the blog. We have the 10 best octopus dishes in St. Pete. There is a review of Papo's Takaria. Also a review of Blue Fugu Japanese Steakhouse. And we have the five best places for barbecue in St. Pete. You'll find those on stpetersburgfoodies.com. Next week on the podcast, we have our foodie friend and podcast fan that's been roaming around downtown St. Pete for 30 years. He knows a lot of people and restaurants. We'll be chatting with Eric Jacob of Eric Jacob Design. If you'd like to email us, just send it to info at stpetersburgfoodies.com. That's it for this episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our guests, Frank Scatino, Margaret Cavello, and Rachel Cavello. And thanks to our sponsors, Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery, Pacific Counter, Booyah Ramen, and, and Engine, Engine Number, number nine. 9. 
Our announcer is Candice Aviles from Meet the Chef and Channel 10 News. And our theme music is provided by the Chris Walker Band. We'd like to remind you to check out all the latest restaurant reviews, foodies news, top 10 lists, and updated happy hours on stpetersburgfoodies.com. Please give us a rating and review on whichever app you're using to listen to the show. And remember to share the show with your foodie friends. Until Until next time, time, may your food be hot and your bubbly cold. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball.